Well, hello everybody. This is Lina Orlando, and I am here with a fabulous guest, somebody that is uh, new to me. So we're gonna learn about her together. But one thing that I know for sure about her, about Barbara, is that she is a light worker. She is a bringer of love and light to the planet. And she is helping humanity through this ascension process, through this great awakening that we're in the middle of. And she has been inspired to create an event. And it is about how are we going to live our lives after COVID-19? Now that we've experienced this coronavirus, how can we use this as part of our ascension, as part of our own personal growth? So thank you so much, Barbara, for being here with me. I am so excited. Thank you for um, inviting me, Lena. Thank you for making this beautiful space for us to connect. Well, it is it is really exciting. I am looking to see. Yes, we are live. I can see it on Facebook and we have several people on there. So thank you all so much. Those of you who are joining us, please give us a thumbs up, say something so that we know that you can hear us and that everything is good on our end. All right, Barbara, tell me a little bit about uh, when did you begin to have your spiritual awakening? Let's share that with the audience so we can set the stage for that and then they'll know where this your journey kind of got started what it what it has uh inspired you into and then where did this symposium come from okay i will start when i was very young i was had lots of experiences now we describe this as uh, mystical or metaphysical experiences but for me it was natural to connect to energies to see at the mirror and see a different face and it was from a different lifetime. So I was connected to, to different um, expressions of me from different lifetimes. That was natural. Mm -hmm. uh, so to connect to energies. Yes, I'm just checking and that sound is working on Facebook. Excellent. Right. Sorry about that. <laughs> no yes. Problem. So as a child, you were having these mystical experiences. Yes, and it was natural for me to have them. I never saw them as something threatening or something strange. It was absolutely natural. But over the years, growing up as a teenager, uh, talking about these things uh, made people feel uncomfortable. So I stopped talking about it. I was experiencing uh, this type of uh, connections with, uh, with the light and astral beings, but I would never speak about it. It was my personal uh, sort of... Um, truth that I didn't want to share with others. And like mm -hmm. most people do, we, we have a career and have a life and we go on doing different things. But at some point, this bubble of the career broke. And I said to myself, this is not me. I have to find my path. I have to, to be myself. And at this point, I met my partner and my partner, it was like a, a light coming to my life. Instantly, we connected instantly, we loved each other instantly, and um, we are together and will always be together. I'm so happy and blessed to have him in my life. Yeah, so tell me a little bit, so the audience knows, where are you from with that beautiful accent? Uh, I was born in Greece, but uh, I lived in England, in, in London for 20 years now, so I consider myself also a Londoner. <laughs> a Londoner, beautiful. So when you when you came together with your partner, 
what what about that allowed you to be able to to feel comfortable with your your mystical side owning your mystical side and living from that truth of who you are because i know for me i didn't start my spiritual journey until i was 41 and i went through about a five-year period of what is known as the dark night of the soul i was trying to uh I knew that I was undoing my idea that I was just a human, just my egoic side, just my beliefs and my stuff. And I was beginning to open up to my mystical side, to to my spirit side. So I went through a five year disorientation because I, I my world was being turned upside down. And then it took me. I'm going to say another five years before once I had an encounter with the divine before I was able to make a conscious choice, deliberate choice that I wanted to live only from my spirit, from my soul, guiding me with my egoic personality and service to my spirit. So here you are, you know, knowing this about you since you were a child when you and your partner came together, what was it that allowed you to not lose yourself in, in your human passions and human ideas of, you know, this partner completing you or making you something, uh, you know, adding to you that actually allowed you to embody your truth and live grounded in your spirit, your soul, your, your authentic self. Mm -hmm. I did not analyze any of this when I was experiencing it. It was just like a flow. Oh, so I didn't yeah. have the opportunity to uh, to think about it, analyze it, or try to um, to to try to define it. I was just me and him connecting to the light. I connected to his guide. That was the first thing, and okay. it happened so naturally. Like it was, I could hear the voice of his guide telling us that we have to stay together because we have a very special duty to um, to perform. And mm. then more and more teachings and communication started after that, but it was like a flow. It was, ah. it was nothing that will upset our life or it was going to make our life difficult. But I know what you say, that in the beginning, people, they, they're really shaken when they start connecting to, to their truth because of the conditioning that you're experiencing. Yes, yes, and, and because I was going through all of that at the time that I met um, my former partner and we came together and I knew that it was, it was you know, it was a divine connection, um, but that connection came to show me all of the things that actually um, tear relationships apart. It's, it's like all of that came up so it served to help me um, really see that I was committed to living from my soul, my heart, not leave, living from my ego. But then my my current partner that I met just not even a year ago, um, like you, it's effortless. We don't have to think it. There's just an effortless uh, presence. So that is so wonderful that you've had this connection since you were a child and you were able to seamlessly enter into this partnership. Yes. So then tell me, what is your life like and what do you do with that connection to source in terms of knowing what your purpose is? Because that's something that happened for me. Once I connected to the divine, it's as if I was guided to live my life in a certain way. Like you're saying, I don't think about that. I just do what I am guided to do. So, so that flow now happens for me, 
easily and effortlessly, what has source or what do you call, what do you call your guidance or spirit? What, what is your comfortable word for that? Uh, we are connected to the cosmic light. We're connected to, uh, to earth. Earth is another goddess that we're yeah. connecting to and she's nourishing us and she's teaching us unconditional love, how yeah. to love each other and how to protect and grow together. So we yeah. have so much guidance around us and we just need to be able to, to hear and not express it, but also share it with others, yeah. with the people who are not listening or maybe they're confused at the moment. Or sometimes they're in a maze of distortion and illusion and it's hard for them to get out. So our light is making a space for them, an entrance, uh, an exit, to yeah. come out from their distortion and find their way to this effortless life. We can live an effortless life. It's a reality for us. Yes, I love that. I love that because that is what I have come to realize that that stepping into that flow, no matter what we call it, um, I'm comfortable calling it God. Oftentimes, you know, I it told me to call it an acronym, GESEL, G S E L. Mm -hmm. It just stands for God is the source of the energy of love. So it's consciousness. But yes, cosmic light. All of it, the earth, everything is this one, this one essence, this one beingness. Um, so you were inspired to to help others. How? Tell me about how do you go about? How does that show up through you? What is it that you? Um, how do you do that? Uh, we have lots of teachings that we that we, they come to us. We have two books. We have thousands of teachings. We do this every day. So every day we connect to the cosmic light and we receive teachings. Mm. Uh, and this is a blessing for us, but we want also to inspire other people. Uh, yeah. We also have, uh, we have members and we have sessions with them, like one-to-one -one sessions where they can connect to the light themselves through us. Oh, beautiful. And it is, they receive the, the energy of the light. They, they feel it in the body, in the being, in the energy. And this is very healing. And also I'm able to, to see through them. So I will see the imbalances connecting to this energy. I see the imbalances. I see um, the gifts. I see their path. And telling them all that and explain this to them, they can see it too. Let's talk about that because that is basically the same work that I do. Um, and there are so many teachers on the planet right now that, that basically do the same thing, but we all do it differently because it speaks to people in different ways. And my focus is also to look at those imbalance that come the way that I do it is through understanding our thought system, how those thoughts have created density, have created fears, have created blockages, and, and then working through shifting those imbalances through awareness of, of what we are, through the acceptance of what we are. How do you um, how do you explain that to your clients so that those who are viewing can have a sense of how you do it, um, ideally for for them to resonate with you and and reach out to you. So what what would a new person um, expect when they come and talk to you? 
most people say to me at the end of the session that I didn't expect this. This was something that <laughs> I didn't expect to experience that. So uh, I have no method. I don't have a specific plan. I don't organize myself in a certain way. Everything just comes to me like a flow and I give it to the people and that's it. I'm not, I'm not trying to form anything to anything. I'm not trying to, to make it a product or to make it a, an information. It's just coming to me like energy. Okay, so it's more of an energy session. They're in your presence and there's no speaking? No, it is speaking. There's also okay. speaking, yes. Speaking okay. and, and um, exchange of energy, all of everything together. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. So then what what inspired you um, or how did you did the, the idea for the symposium come about? So share because I'm going to be I'm one of the speakers at that event mm -hmm. coming up on June 3rd. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not June 3rd, um, 13th. the 13th, which is on the following Saturday, not this weekend, but the following Saturday. Tell us about that event, because when I saw that you were doing that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that is beautiful. That is something I want to be a part of. Yes, I think it's time for all of us to come together now, because like you're doing your work and I'm doing my work and somebody else is doing their work. What about coming all of us together and focus on this on rebuilding communities. And this is very important because we can heal people, we can help people, we can guide people. But what about building communities where everybody can be supported? So this is what is bubbling now, I think, in humanity, to create communities where everybody can be healed and sustained and supported and grow. And this is where my this idea came from. And I'm very happy that you are participating in this it's beautiful that you're sharing your gifts and light with everybody and more people are participating people are discussing they're going to be in discussions so it is an event for everybody who is joining not just the speakers but everybody's coming together yes going to be well, say a little bit more about the different speakers and and the just the general theme uh, that you are that that is that is part of the symposium in terms of um, what each person is contributing. I don't know if you have all that information there. If not, I can look it up and we can read some of that. You know, some of the different speakers. Uh, I remember some of that. Yes, the different speakers, and uh, even though they all bring something different, they all coming from the same root. That's how I see it, is becoming from, and have the same intention, but they have a different type of um, presenting it in a way. Yeah. So uh, you can speak to us about your, about yours, I think about your presentation, and I can add the other ones also. Yes, well, I, I love to share just the idea um, that we are, every single one of us is a bringer of love and light that is the essence of our being but we come to this planet and we all you know we come by choice that that at a soul level we're choosing to come to planet earth a planet that at this time is shifting is shifting into a higher a higher consciousness it is moving out of the what i call you know the, the lower three chakras way of living that we're lost in the human doing and we are ascending to live from the heart level first, coming to know 
who we are as love so that we can open up the the upper uh, three chakras and be able to receive guidance and live from our soul self or spirit self. So what I want to bring to that, even though, you know, it, it's such a big topic, um, but to condense it to we have an opportunity. This this coronavirus has given us an opportunity for the whole world to pause, to put a stop to the day to day life, in essence, is to interrupt pattern, interrupt and give us a chance to start the process of coming within, because to know our spirit, we've got to move out of our head and come into our heart. When we live from our head, we're so busy in the world doing things and and to me, the potential of somebody who comes into their heart to come inside and say, you know, I, I didn't need so much entertainment outside of the house. I didn't need to be so busy running around. It's been nice slowing down. And when I started slowing down, I discovered that I actually like me. I actually like who I am. And I went inside and began to listen to my dreams, began to listen to my desires, began to, to cultivate a relationship with my beliefs and begin to recognize that, you know, I've got these two ways of looking at the world. One is from within, what can I bring to the world? And the other one is from my head, what can I go out there and get from the world? So what I hope to bring to this conversation is that what is inside of us that wants to express itself is what unites us, is the essence of a connection that is that is eternal, has been there before, will be there forever. And coronavirus is an opportunity for us to tap into that, to become familiar with our, our natural desire. Everybody wants that if we go inside and see what really it is at the core of who we are. And it's to express a, a brotherhood, a sisterhood, a camaraderie that allows us to honor each other's way of expressing differently, but coming from the same loving source within. So that's what I, I want to bring uh, to what I'm bringing to the symposium is just that reminder that if we move below our ideas of what the world should give me, we get to tap in. What can we bring to the world? What can we, you know, what's the gift that we can give? And to me, there was, I have never experienced as much joy, as much peace as I do from coming inside to find out the true essence of my divine self. It has changed my life completely. And living from that place, well, it's what I want more people to discover um, because it is there. Exactly, it is there in everybody. They just need to tap into to this eternal part of their being and instantly instantly comes to the surface. What are what are some ways that that um, you suggest? You know, what are in some of your teachings? Because you do, I see uh, on your page, there are so many beautiful things there. What are some of the the messages? that uh, you would like for people to receive about, you know, the magnificence of who they are. This is very important to us too, that people, they have to meet the greatness, they have to experience the greatness, because what they're experiencing is 
distortion, illusion, fear, limitation, all these dark little rooms that they they are blocking themselves into. They're locking themselves into dark rooms instead of being in this openness of the greatness. And we all have it. We have nobody. There's no elite. There's no. There are no special people that they can be enlightened, and the rest of them are not. We all of us have greatness in us. We have special gifts. We're created this way. Earth wants us to be powerful beings. And um, we need to find this. We need to, to live our lives this way. Abandon the negativity, the fear, the limitation, and exist in peace, effortless life, happiness, joy, connection, and also connecting to Earth and the cosmos, receiving the light. This is just... It, it, can't, it can't get any better than that. that. This is the life that we should all experience. It is. So So somebody who may be listening to this, who, who doesn't understand what we're talking about, that, that's not their experience, that they're very curious, they're very open. Mm -hmm. How would you describe the process to them of being able to live from that place, listening to the cosmos, listening to the earth? People have to start purifying themselves. And uh, part of this purification is observation. So you are, people are affected by negativity, fear, limitation. Observe, observe all this in your mind. Where is it coming from? There are all these thoughts, they are part of a pattern. And these patterns, you, people had them for a very long time from when they were very young. So when people are coming to, to earth, they are free from all this, but then they are forced to follow a path. It is not their path. They're forced to follow this path. And this is where all these uh, patterns are created. And at this point, people have to start uh, dismantling the patterns by observing them and go further down to see the root of the pattern. And this is one of the steps that you can do. Yeah, say more about those patterns. Again, let's say we've got somebody who is brand new to this conversation. How do you describe the patterns that we need to observe? There are thought patterns. For example, people, they have the same trigger, like they have the same fear patterns. For example, they are afraid uh, when when they meet new people or the the lack the lack for example this um i'm not good enough um how can i do this job how can i how can i be with these people they're better than me um i'm not good enough for this i better stay where i am i better continue my mechanical life my mechanical patterns i should not wander i should not create anything else just just be where i am right now so lack of self-esteem is one of the very um, common yeah. patterns that most people follow. Yeah, lack of self-esteem, lack of self-worth. They definitely keep us stuck in playing small and playing very limited roles. And what we're inviting people to, to consider is by looking at those patterns, we can choose uh, Another way of looking at ourselves and others that allows us to gain that that self esteem, that self worth, to really begin to own that who you are is so 
beautiful and necessary and powerful and wanted. Um, what are some of the ways that that you uh, recommend for people to, besides observing those those patterns and and the what is the purification process to move out of an old pattern of um, lack of self-worth, lack of, of uh, self-esteem to begin to really claim their worth. Mm -hmm. So one is observation, you observe yourself and you start seeing what is illusionary and what is your true self. So all these patterns were created. You did not have them with you when you came to Earth. So they are all not part of you. So you can easily remove them if you see them this way. And then it is being in a state of peace. So you're in a state of peace, you're meditating, you're disconnecting from the mind chatter that creates these patterns. They, somehow it breeds them, it gives them life. And you're focusing on your being, on your physical body, on your energy, and you start knowing yourself, who, you, who are you? So you're not your patterns, you're not your negative thoughts, you're not your fears. Who are you? You have to dive into your being to, to experience your true self. This is the next step. Yes. So once they begin to dive into that and experience their true selves, what share from your own observation of not only your life, but the clients that you have worked with over the years, what what begins to happen in their lives as they begin to to tap into that their true selves that got covered up by those patterns that they picked up in the world? Um, they're, they're transforming. They, they transform completely. So in the beginning, they come with problems. They come with trauma from past life. They come with a lot of confusion, they want to grow, they don't know how to do it. They have a glimpse of greatness, but it somehow is very far away from them. And then they start relaxing. There's no method, there's no plan, just connecting to your being. There's no pressure. Because when there is a plan and a method, people are afraid that they won't do it right, that they'll make a mistake because they're not good enough, because they they have a problem. Again, it's somebody else's path when you introduce a method. But when they just themselves, they connect to their being and they connect to their light and you're very patient with them, you love them at that moment. This yeah. is how I feel it. Like I, I love all the people who connect to me. I, I give everything I have to them to, to connect to their light. And this is my healing, my he the healing that I give to them. Yeah. Yes, I, I just about every one of my clients becomes a really good friend. My closest friends are people that I've uh, you know, been working with or started working with when I started my coaching, you know, 12, 13 years ago, some of my my closest, closest friends, because there is a recognition, soul to soul, you know, there's a recognition when that turns on, when that light turns on, when we accept our worth, um, we resonate with people who also see our worth. 
as we're moving out of those old patterns. You know, and that's something that changes a lot of relationships. It, it changes who we are. It moves us out of old, um, maybe jobs, old relationships, even relationships within our families begin to shift as we, we claim more of the truth of who we are. Um, what would you like to, to share with people uh, about the, the symposium? Because it is, a, it is a conversation about that true self, that if we live from our self-worth, if we live from the part of us that, that can own how magnificent we are, the symposium is about the world that we can create once you tap into that. What would that world look like? from your perspective, because I definitely get my visions about what the world is going to look like when I live fully from that, that truth in me. Um, but what is the world that you, you can see is coming for us? It would take some time for all of us to understand this. It is a, it's a long process. It's a slow process. So I don't have the expectation that life is going to change for everybody instantly. This is not going to happen. But we are putting the foundation for this right now, more of us understand and make this our path. So many, many more are going to follow because you're planting seeds, like you're planting seeds with your work. I do the same and many others. And the seeds are going to grow and they will create a very strong path for everybody to follow. But if humanity, uh, is able to see the truth that we're sharing right now. We're all going to be connected to Earth and the cosmos. They will have an effortless life and they will live their life like light beings, not like human beings. So a human being is, is suffering, is struggling, is angry, is upset. This missing from their life, this is that missing from their life. It's all about limitation and lack. Mm -hmm. But the light being is about unity, connection, growth, and all this is limitless. There's no limit. Yeah, because it's expansion. It's it's about giving and extending. What um that that being that lives from that place of expansion when when we and i totally agree with you this is a process i know for me i've been on this spiritual journey for 18 years and i still continue there's so much more it's unfolding it's evolving mm -hmm. because i am discovering more of of my truth and each time i step into more of my truth i drop um you know the an old sense of separation or smallness drops away so it is a very slow process. So humanity right now, it's in the middle of whether it was coronavirus or now the, the racial unrest, you know, that's mm -hmm. touching the world over. What would you say to people um, who, who, can, who, are, who are seeing what's going on in the world? What would be your recommendation that they do right now as they see what's happening in the world to assist them in that process of that ascension, of that purification, of that shifting of our allegiance from just being a human to becoming more aware that we are beings of light. I think people should not be distracted 
I know that people are passionate about what is right and this should not happen. And I understand all that, but this creates polarities also. We should not get distracted by what is happening. We share our light, we uh, support people around us, but when we create polarities, then we have left the center of our growth and purity. So not, not being distracted, because sometimes these are created to distract people. So they're not organic. They, they're created to take people another path, to make them angry again. There's always this anger machine that is, is pulling people to, to react. And we should abandon that. We should stay where we are, focus on our being. This is not selfish to focus on yourself. Mm. Focus on your, on, on your own processes. And what you can do is share, share light with others. But being angry does not help anybody grow. Yes, and, and I so agree. This is not a selfish process. It can feel like that to others when you pull inside and you you stay quiet, you're contemplating, you're meditating, you're you're being an, an observer, as you were saying, of the the emotions, the energies, the the thoughts, what's happening inside, because we're we've not been taught to be comfortable with what's happening inside we've been taught to numb what's inside exactly so we've run into the world to to escape being with ourselves mm -hmm. so this is a journey of uh reacclimating with who we are really getting to know who we are so we can move from the shallowness of our lives and move into the deep well within where we can tap into exactly the realization that that we are a vessel, a channel for something grand and divine. That's a that's a, a challenging concept for I know it was for me to accept that I could be divine when I had all these fears and all these doubts and all these these uh, confusion in my head. Uh, it was not an easy thing, but like you were saying, I had to. I had to unplug to go inside. Mm -hmm. What are um, so? This is not not going to happen overnight for people to transform. From your guides, from the the knowledge that you receive, because I see you post such beautiful things in in your group, um, and your group is open to anybody that wants to join, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is open. Yes. Share share the name of the group so people can find you on Facebook. Parthen uh, Vitana. Okay, and I don't have a way of spelling that. So when this post, can, maybe on, you can yeah, load under the under the the video. Yes, once it posts, if you will do that, because you you share beautiful, beautiful things in there, um, messages, different messages. Do you typically receive messages from one source? Um, I think I saw you posting things from Top. Yes, it is from this light being, yes. Is that something that you channel or is that that is that information that you have gotten from books or from other sources that then you you share? From books is what we receive. Okay. We channeling, but we because we, we, we have this connection that is very unique and okay. channeling may be something else. So we yeah. are to different beings to speak through you, but we connect to this 
to this light. Yeah. So what is that light saying that we can uh, that you could share with the audience in terms of uh, it? Because the messages are beautiful. Uh, it is all about that. It's a lot about connecting to Earth. Humanity is separating from Earth. You are um, focusing on technology, on all these distractions, taking you away from the natural way of living. And Earth is your is your main healing energy that can give you everything that you need. You you are like you are. You are not nourished. You live in a can I say that? Like we, like we're in a, in a desert, with no, no nourishment, no, no shelter. Even though we are, we have all this technology around us, but none of this makes us really happy and fulfilled. And only when we go back to Earth, we will find our roots there, our connection with Earth. This is one of the messages that we receive. So, what are ways that that? Uh they recommend, you know, that, that life is recommending that we connect with Earth. Uh, so you mean what ways can we, can we connect to Earth? Yeah, so we, we unplug from the technology and the things of the world, but what is a more, more um, deliberate way of connecting with the Earth? Like for me, it's gardening. I love, I love the soil. I love feeling that and I'm becoming more aware that I'm being called more into nature. What are what are some of the ways that you suggest that people cultivate that that ability to to tap into what nature is wanting to teach us? You can connect to earth energetically also, not only by just walking in nature. That's also beautiful. But you can the way you connect to the cosmic light, you also connect to earth's energies and you can go very deep into the high energies of the earth. So what you're experiencing on the surface is the low part, the low energetic part of the earth and the high energetic part is in the core of the earth. And this is where the high energies are. So you can, you can connect to the high energies of the earth and bring balance to the whole planet this way. So this is another, another way to connect and we teach that also. Oh, beautiful. Yes, because that, that is something that we come to discover when we enter this journey is that we really are conduits for energy moving through us for alignment. We really are so powerful and did not even know it. Exactly. Exactly. Our energy can take us anywhere to the astral body, to the core of the earth, to Whatever we need to be to uh, to support this this lifetime and our abilities, so yeah, constantly yeah, supported. That is beautiful. So let's go ahead and say more about the symposium. Let's let's give some details. I'm going to look it up on my Facebook page because I've got more details there. And let me see if I can turn that off. Um, but share some of the things that you would like for people to know why they want to come to this symposium, why they don't want to miss out on it, because it's just such a beautiful experience. Yes, there are many different uh, speakers. We have discussions. We have question and answer sessions between the different talks. And people can uh, participate, can ask questions, can answer the questions. And the different topics of the different talks are, are very interesting. For example, we have uh, Marta, who is going to talk about the divine feminine. 
uh, and earth and how we can all grow together. So this is her, her own um, expertise in some way. And then we have um, Vera, Vera Dukic, she will be talking about earth again, uh, how to connect to earth, how to communicate with earth. Um, then we're going to have Derek, who's going to speak about peace. Peace is one of the very important tools to help you connect to your being. And if you, everybody needs to be able to practice peace, because this is the beginning of growth. You cannot grow if you're not in peace. Mm -hmm. If you're still thinking, if you're still allowing your thoughts to take you on your path, you need to be able to connect to the inner guidance instead of the thoughts that they created in the mind. So Derek will speak about this. Then we have Luis who wants to speak about truth. Um, the truth that you all carry, how can we access that? Uh, then we, we're going to have, what I remember, Kaslan. She will speak about how to read through the information we see from the media, um, how to spot the truth when you, when you are uh, bombarded with all this information. So that's also very useful. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will be speaking about our divine plan. So we are coming to earth with a plan, with a divine plan. Are we meeting this plan? Are we aware of it? How can we become aware of it? Because this will help us achieve everything that we discussed before. And this is how we're going to have an effortless life and we're going to give. You're not here only to receive, like to receive growth and to be happy and fulfilled, but we're here to offer. We're here to offer our special gifts and then everything is complete. We have received and we have given away. Oh, that is so beautiful. I love the way that that uh, you position that. But you wrote something really beautiful that I want to read uh, just to let people know a little bit more about this. And here in the US, in in my time zone, which is Eastern Standard Time, you can connect to this. And this is a free event, by the way. And you can connect to it through um, uh, let's see, it's going to be at three o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And in the thread for this video, we're, I'm going to put the link there so that you can join the, the actual channel where this is going to be uh, done live. And it is a live event. But here's something that Barbara wrote that I thought it was beautiful. So if we want to truly grow and heal our fear and limitation patterns, we may need to build up new practices and communities of growth where all people are supported to connect to their special gifts and abilities and share their light with others. To what you just said, this is about a giving and receiving. Human beings will need to create communities that allow them to experience true connections. All people united connect to their purpose and develop new skills, uh, transmitting and receiving energy. You know, when we begin to get really clear that the the process of coming inside is a process of connecting with the most beautiful, powerful, unlimited, as we have already said, aspect of ourselves. And that is very scary to, to think that we have that much power when we've been conditioned to believe that we're powerless and we need to go outside to get our power from money, to get our power from people, to get our power 
from you know jobs or or status so that shift requires a community a community that understands what this is all about because this is not you know th this is not something that is encountered out there mainstream not yet we're moving towards the days when we're going to have centers all over the place and these centers are about nurturing these types of communities because i believe that there's more and more of us that are ready for that instead of going to the starbucks to get a cup of coffee we're going to go to the meditation station um, to connect with people to to have conversations about what are my gifts what are your gifts how can we collaborate and co-create and bring these things forward that day is coming and you are you know i'm so grateful for you barbara because you're planting a seed for this conversation to to take hold and to to create that that sense of community and oneness and safe it's a safe space you're creating something beautiful and safe with so many people everybody who's participating is a teacher and a student we're, we're all learning from each other exactly so as we get ready to wrap up our conversation what you get the last word what would you like to to share with those who are listening to this we are one if I have light and I'm sharing my light with you. You have the same light in you. My love for you is the love that you have for me and for all of us. I'm very blessed to be here right now with Lainet, sharing this beautiful truth and wisdom. I see her as a beautiful being too with great gifts and I'm very, very pleased to have met her. And I'm just so happy to be here and share this with all of you. We are all connected, we are all growing strong, we are all going to create, we are all going to plant seeds. And this life is going to be a life of effortless bliss. I believe and have experienced this. And I'm very happy that I'm talking about it right now. Yeah. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yes, we are all made of love and light and that that's why we're here is to to share that but to share that we first have to discover it awaken it inside of us know that it is there and and equally as important know that it's in everybody so that we can walk in reverence for one another as brothers and sisters in the light barbara thank you so much for inviting me well thank you thank you moment being with you same here I, I feel blessed i will see you uh on june 13th yes. at three o'clock eastern standard time exactly and what is the time in uh in the uk in london it's 8 30 p.m in europe will be 9 30 for european countries and then eastern time there's a meet the the central time i think is Two hours after that, I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm going to write all the times down, and I'm going to have a time converter for everybody, so they can check the times. Perfect. Yes, it's three thirty here because I think we're five hours different. So wonderful. Yes. Okay. Thank you, and have a magnificent day. Thank you. You too, Lane. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.